0: Good morning everyone and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, how are you today? I'm doing really well, thank you. It's spring and some spring weather. Yesterday the high temperature was 67 degrees, which is unusual. Normal high for uh, this time of year is uh, 48. And that's where we're going to be today. Some rain is in the forecast and right now 40 degrees. You told me you were gonna go uh, play nine holes. I didn't. No, no, I didn't. I
1: was <laughs> Weekend, uh, daughter had soccer practice, but it was nice uh, watching kids play outside. It was nice, and it was shorts and t-shirt weather, so yeah. uh, it was good. That's kind of the theme of theme of spring in Michigan. So yeah, it was. Don't put your winter clothes away
0: yet. Busy. I, I D- People were out. It was uh, things were happening. Construction. There's a lot of. Uh, there was a construction uh, at City Hall yesterday. The old uh, city seal, which uh, featured Andrew Jackson on a horse, uh, it's gone. Uh, Johnson sign took him down mm. last night, yesterday. Okay. Yep. And replaced it with the uh, new logo for the city of Jackson, not the new city seal. So what happened... But looks cool. Yeah, it looks
1: great. Yeah. yeah. it looks good. Looks good. Other construction, I saw a safe being dragged out of the building across the street yesterday. A safe. A safe.
0: Oh, safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on downtown. Mm-hmm. Now people are, uh, people have been itching to be out and about. You see so many people down here shopping, uh, grabbing lunch. It's been, I would say it's been at least. A year and a half or if you come down here at lunchtime you'll have a hard time p- finding a parking spot which is good. Mm-hmm. You'll still only have to walk a block but uh, yeah downtown's hopping and it's carrying over into the rest of uh, our community.
0: City Council meets tonight. Uh, they will be uh, applying for a grant from the state to redo a section of the Martin Luther King Jr. Equality Trail. The past Ave all the way to where the Jackson County uh, Cascades mm-hmm. path connects. That stretch is uh, woefully holden and disrepair. Wanna widen it and uh, place it and repair it. Also st- uh, tonight, the city council is going to uh, consider approving the uh, change in ward boundaries, which would Put the map that they uh, adopted at the last meeting would put 20 percent of Jackson residents to wards, and uh, city councilperson Laura Schlechte, she would be um, she would be drawn out of her own ward. Really? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's not. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. what we
1: need is uh, you know you mentioned 20 percent. We need people to continue to get out and vote, and mm-hmm. uh, we still need to encourage people to vote in this town because voter turnout is. So low, uh, especially when it comes to city elections. Yeah, and oh, I think a lot of that has to do with the the amount of renters in the city as well. You Absolutely. know, just don't feel the need that they have to vote.
0: I don't know. Uh, the city's also going to allocate. They're planning to allocate two and a half million dollars in the American Rescue Plan funds that they have for a new incubator uh, kitchen and food incubator community kitchen and job training project in the former um, masonic so they've got 30 nearly 33 million dollars of arpa money to spend and they plan on to um spend about two and a half million tonight
1: that's so, good It's very good yeah uh michigan uh, women's beat villanova the basketball mm-hmm. team last night to advance to the elite eight michigan will play the men's Villanova team. That's Thursday at 7:30. Mm-hmm. Very excited.
0: I am. Do you think it's going to be um, Hunter Dickinson's last game ever as a Wolverine? No, really? No, that's I don't. A lot of talk about him going uh, pro.
1: Yeah. Well, when you play like he does, um, you know, you get noticed, and he's he's an unbelievable player. One thing that's hard to figure out is how these bigs will uh, transfer to nba talent you know the pistons drafted luca garza who was um, similar to dickinson as far as size and domination and you know he hardly really plays that much you know at the nba level so you just don't uh, know i would love to see him in college obviously is your uh, bracket busted totally busted up totally busted um i think about half of the staff uh, lost their national championship winner I almost picked St.
0: Joseph's. <coughs> Who? St. Peter. St. Peter's. St. <laughs> Joseph's. Yeah, St. Peter's. Peter's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. S- almost. Almost. So, yeah, it's uh it should be an exciting uh exciting weekend. I'm excited. I'm very excited. So, got a little revenge on my mind
0: for Villanova. Mm. Uh this morning the Jackson Civil War Minister announced it's returning in summer. It uh, had not been held for the last two years, and they will be back at the Cascades. They moved to Ellis Sharp Park for 2018 and 2019 in a very unpopular move. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now they'll be back where they have been for more than 30 years. This is the 35th year for the Civil War muster, August 27th and 28th. The new president, Marie Simhoff, also announced today, Trips Auto Shop and Collision Center has committed fifty thousand dollars to help support the event for the next two years. Amazing,
1: amazing. Yeah. We've been working uh, with Maurice a little bit on some prep for this, and of course the uh, the Trips stepping up as always to uh, help the community. And uh, you know, the variety of events that uh, Phil and Barb participate in is great. You know, they don't just stick to one thing. They, they really do care about the community as a whole and um, these uh, these events would not go on without uh, our great community members like them so
0: yeah he spends a half a million dollars to uh, support events in the community and events like Civil War muster just wouldn't happen uh, without Phil troops so thanks Phil the muster plans several new additions to this year's event and because of uh, Phil's generosity and his sponsorship, the event will remain once again this year, as it has for all 35 years, free to attend. Very good. So that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: very good. Yep. I, um, you know, as we, a lot, of, uh, a lot of us get ready to travel, emails become a huge you know, issue and they weigh on you. I was reading an article about, um, about emails times. So Did you get an email about it? I got an email about it. <laughs> So listen to how many b- emails are sent each day, 330 billion.
0: That's how many I get.
1: That's how many I get too. So and the, average, the average person spends about four hours in and out of their inbox every day fiddling. And uh, this really <laughs> to me. I just, I gotta, one thing I'm having a hard time with, and maybe you can help me, um, the ones that the subscription emails, mm-hmm. I click unsubscribe, they work. still, it doesn't work. No.
0: A, it's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam.
1: Um, we need legislation on mm-hmm. that, please. Uh, yeah, so uh, and it's, and the advice was take care of the email right away when you get it. Yeah. So we have a tendency to let emails sit that we don't want to respond to, and all that
0: stress is compounded. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? People, there's a couple of uh, strategies that are recommended your email like twice a day. Well that's impossible. Well let's see people are constantly at it um, and some companies are mandating that you can't um, send or receive or look at emails work emails. After yeah, that would be nice. Yeah yeah
1: that would be nice. No but I think people
0: think they can send emails Sunday afternoon or 11 at night uh, business emails.
1: Well you know I think that's okay. I don't like getting them at that time but I, I sure send them at that time it's uh, it's hard maybe we should get rid of email email
0: get rid of it entirely. I would love to get rid of yeah.
1: them um, while we're talking about spring break I wanted to give you a few places um, they say to avoid okay okay Fort Lauderdale South Padre Myrtle Beach Daytona Beach those would be the four to avoid mm. um, not surprising
0: Here's another one, Miami. Mm. Um, they have a curfew in place at midnight. So everyone has to be off the streets, off the beaches, out of the bars, home in bed by midnight. Mm. And that's for the next 10 days. So, and Because, well, there have been some shootings in Miami, and it's just not a safe place to go. So hope I, you're not going.
1: Well, yes, I hope, I hope you're not going to where the, the shootings are. I hope, yes. hope if you are traveling, you're traveling to a, uh, a luxury resort. Um, You know, gas prices have been goofy, right? I notice if you drive around a a discrepancy, you know? You really Really? can, yeah, you really can. Um, So I would encourage people to drive around to try and find that price. So the national average has (laughs) dropped. It doesn't make sense, but it does. Um, Just ask Shaq, have you ever, Shaq, explained gas prices and gas money? (laughs) Um, You just put $20 in and, and you'll be fine. Um, there's that one gas station. No, there's
0: gas, there are, if you drive around, there are. There's that one, like, un, unmarked gas station across from Jimmy's.
1: <laughs> That's not the one I'm talking about. That's not the one I'm talking about. You know, it's
0: interesting.
1: I worked across the street from that gas station mm-hmm. at uh, Country Club Turf when oh, uh, Jim, Jim yeah. Eccleton's business was over there. as was my uh, summer job. and. Uh, Someone dressed uh, in a Spider-Man costume robbed that gas station one morning. Really? Yes, hmm. yeah. yeah. It was like 20 years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: 20 years ago. So that's really
0: the, all I know about that gas station. <laughs> so. We've got, uh, and this might be sad news for you because this was part of your childhood, growing up to Maury Povich. Maury Povich announcing yesterday that he is hanging the uh, talk show. Famous for, uh, you are not the father. I know we got Brandon with this <laughs> month. Believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did. Yeah, have, we've had employees come with that envelope. We have, and yeah. then we
1: open it on the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a there's a
0: you are not the father salute.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. um,
0: I there's a you are not the father board game. I'd play that. <laughs> I love
1: the not. When you are not the father, I love the reaction. It's uh, it's very similar to like hitting a buzzer beater game seven of the NBA finals, or winning the lottery. These the way these people react. It's <laughs> so fun. Um, I like sometimes when Maury he it says you're you're not the father, and then the oh wait you are the father. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, good for Maury.
0: And uh, remember,
1: we were, is he still married to Connie Chung? Connie
0: Chung, yeah, yes, yeah, long marriage, that's right? Also, ending um, this year, the Wendy Williams show, um, Ellen Generous show, Nick. It's Ellen. <laughs> what was that show we were going to go to in Chicago? It was like Jerry um, Maury Povich. Jerry oh yeah, Jerry Springer.
1: We, yeah, we tried waiting in line to get into the <laughs> We could We only had video get in.
0: cameras and they said <laughs> yeah,
1: No, so I think we ended yeah. up seeing a taping of the Jenny Jones program mm. So, yeah Very good stuff. Hey um, Been following, obviously, the uh, news overseas with the war and uh, Zelensky is uh, saying he wants to talk to Putin. Um, he's willing to, uh, willing to talk Maybe consider uh, not joining NATO. If they'll do a ceasefire, we'll see. I don't think uh, Russia and Putin. are but We're just going to have more and more of the same. I'm, I'm wondering if Russia thinks that the West is just going to stop talking and they'll kind of continue to carry on.
0: That's the fear of many, that the news grows old mm-hmm. and the short attention span of the uh, average person uh, will um, cause the war to leave the front pages. Yes,
1: or? and you know, it's certainly you know, we've seen that happen in the past and it certainly can. Um so yeah, I I don't know, more of the same. More unanswered questions, you know, US kinda you're in a it's it's an impossible spot. You don't want to start a war but you uh neighbors, so I don't know. I don't know. That's why I mean we have, you know how many thousands of elected officials uh you know, this is on them at this point, trying to figure out the best thing to do.
0: That's my hope that not just in this country, but, um, country, mm. like the world will, uh, respond and react, uh, to what apparently is what everyone's saying, uh, war crimes. how do you, yeah,
1: the thing is, is though the guy just doesn't care. So no. it's, uh, it's nuts. It's tough to watch, but again, it's going to be something we're watching for an awfully long time.
0: Yeah. Um, Do we have that dog clip, Noah?
1: Maybe not. What dog clip?
0: Dog riding a motorcycle. Oh, I didn't see that. Dog riding a motorcycle, Uh, a sign of spring. Is this in Jackson? Check check this out. I don't know. (laughs) could be Jackson
1: yeah now that's i like that wait for it yeah (laughs) that's cool
0: that's awesome
1: i've always wanted a pet like that you know or a pet squirrel who could water ski or something like that that's very cool um the dog looks like it was enjoying that um
0: Oh, why wouldn't
1: he? Yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't he? That was nuts. Hey, it's crazy.
0: A couple of uh, new spring beverages uh, out, um, new products, and we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, I was hoping uh, you had some today. Um, uh, Coors Light has come out with uh, a new mm. six pack of lollipops. Really? Beer flavored lollipops. They say that sucking on these can have a calming effect. They're um, not um, alcoholic. So like CBD oil, Chololo <laughs> Pop, Chilola Pop.
1: Is, am I supposed to guess if this is real or not? It's real. Oh, well, yeah. that seems like it would be illegal because no you know,
0: alcohol in it. Yeah. Even so, yeah.
1: you you know you're getting uh, kids familiar with the
0: brand, and next thing you know, they're going to be drinking those silver bags. <laughs> <laughs> it's like candy cigarettes, but you can still buy those. They probably taste awful. Um, another thing that probably tastes awful, and maybe it's real, maybe it's not. Oh my gosh. Uh, Old Bay Vodka. Good for uh, Fridays and Lent. Season, seasoning, seasoning, <laughs> Old Bay Seasoning, now in vodka, is that real or not? Uh, it's probably real. It's real. Yeah. 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 It's nice, <laughs> really good. Well, you know what? This would be good in a Bloody Mary.
1: I'm sure it would. Yeah, Yeah. or I don't know. You maybe just you could uh, marinate fish in it.
0: (laughs) Or you could just put some Old Bay seasoning in your.
1: Or you can just put it in an Aquafina
0: bottle and drink it. (laughs) But anyway,
1: it's brought to you by Homesteady, a full-service, one-stop shop for all of your home's needs. Homesteady provides warranty, seasonal maintenance, and handyman services. All of their service efforts will make your home feel cared for with a dedicated service team you can trust. Protect your most valuable asset, your home. Call Homesteady today,
0: 496-9466. I'm missing the extreme Dodge Jackson County high school sports. We're like in a low. Low. We have a low. Um, yeah,
1: spring sports are practicing. Uh, I think there are some games scheduled, but you know how it is with the uh, weather and the field conditions. Mm-hmm. But if there is a sporting event, you can believe that we'll have it covered.
0: Now, someone um, we will have to tell me where this is happening, but the um, Jackson College baseball fields, softball fields are under construction. So I think they're going to be playing their home games um, at Vandercook. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll find that out. But um, they are starting their season before high school. So if you um, really want to see some great um, spring sports, we've got Jackson College and Spring Arbor University. They have both started their seasons. So uh, check out their websites for their uh, game schedules. Head out to the Arbor or uh, to, uh, not JC, but probably Vandercook. Yeah, we'll find that we'll out. We'll find yeah. out. Yeah. So, who's on the show today? We've
1: got a great show lined up today. We have Brian Filson, CEO at Highfields, and he's with store who's the superintendent at East Jackson. They'll join us right after the...
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: To the more JTV, community health centers like the Center for Family Health are vital in providing top-notch care to anyone who walks through the door, regardless of race, color, creed, or financial status. We are grateful for our talented team of medical professionals, our hometown heroes who work hard every day to keep us healthy and help better our community one patient at a time. We thank our hometown heroes who have committed themselves to our community and to you. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years.
0: Joining us now are two gentlemen whose organizations are teaming up, the CEO of Highfields, Ryan Filson, and Superintendent of East Jackson Schools, Steve Doerr. Good morning. Morning,
3: guys. It's good to be here. You
0: guys are uh, teaming up, and it's not teaming with... Uh,
3: no, it's not actually... Celebrating our 15th year of doing after school uh, programs and uh, throughout Michigan. We're very excited to when, you know, Steve and East Jackson reached out to add them to our portfolio. That's great.
1: Yes, it's the Reaching Higher program, correct?
3: Yep. They're 21st century after school grants and uh, they're competitive. We apply, we receive the funding and and then we, uh, we're we actually in the process of renewing our grant, and we're including East Jackson, and we hope to win that and include them for the next five years.
1: So, Steve, this is something you guys started in uh, January, but you're going to see the benefits of this. Talk a little bit about uh, what this does for the district.
4: Uh, well, it's it's part of a, a, a bigger picture. Um, we have a lot of students best efforts for the last two years. They've fallen behind. Mm-hmm. Our students have fallen behind. And it looks different in elementary school. Uh, the kids that have fallen behind off track for reading versus um, school kids mm-hmm. that are behind in credits toward they um, had an extended isolation or their family for a period of months and got them behind. Uh, in the middle grades, it's particularly difficult mm-hmm. um, because those kids are just seeing their own self-identity. Mm-hmm. Um, they're seeing themselves as the smart one or the athletic one. Mm-hmm. And they start to embrace that. And COVID's disrupted that significantly. So, you know, when we're looking at this big picture of what do we do to get kids caught up, it looks different in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, It just made sense. Our summer school um, efforts from last summer, one is impactful in those middle grades. And what kids needed was, they needed more mentoring. They Mm -hmm. needed more one-to-one mentoring, and that's exactly what Highfields does. Um, I think if you ask many folks around the area, um, extended area around Jackson County, what's the gold standard for after-school programs, they would think high fields reach higher programs. Wow, that's great.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, people just uh, assume that we're, you know, lo- we've lost. You know, kids weren't able to get everything they needed in the last two years. Uh, we'll do better next time. But you're making a concerted effort to make sure that even these last few months of 2022 20, school year, kids are going to, you're going to do things to make sure that they're, they're not um, left behind.
4: Yeah. Now, now we started discussion. Uh, you know, somewhere in summer, it was around July of last yeah. year, and you know, our, our most optimistic effort would have been to launch in the fall, but we were well behind that. Um, COVID was still kind of lurking in the shadows through fall, where every week was a little bit worse than the week before, mm-hmm. and we had that slow climb of cases and impact that kept getting worse and worse. And you know, uh, what we saw. Delayed us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it wasn't ideal to start and launch an after school program January 10th, um, but we kind of pulled the stops out and said we got to do the best we can. We didn't have huge engagement right away from parents because they're still very anxious in January right. about what was going on with COVID. January 10th to now, we've almost uh, right. our engagement, and I think by the fall, we will try that again. And um, the, the level of mentorship and support that our students are receiving is uh, second to none and Highfield has been a wonderful partner coming on board. Uh, Brenda and Kelly have been exceptional in their planning and organization and working with some of our staff uh, to get kids back on track.
3: Yeah and it's a great partnership. I mean East Jackson really provides the host and they uh, you know we bring our staff in but most of our staff that work the program are really East Jackson employees that just we hire mm-hmm. for a few hours after school to come in. So they know the building, they know the kids. It has been
1: a great partnership, and it's it's more improving your reading skills. It's uh, social. Like you said, the mentorship. Um, you've had a lot of a lot of kids uh, in and out of these programs. Talk a little bit about the program as a whole and what it does for kids.
3: Yeah, you know, we, we really have three goals. I, I don't know if we have the slide, but there are three goals in terms of increasing student academic success, and uh, we do a great job with that. Decreasing misbehavior during the school day, you mm-hmm. know, and Teachers absolutely love that, you know, because we, we work on pro-social skills, how to problem solve and increasing family engagement. You know, anytime you can get a, a, a parent who buys into what's going on with their child's education school program and and then finally improving their students' social skills, which mm-hmm. you talked a little bit about. And, and we, we actually have a, a federal uh, evaluator that comes in and evaluates all our programs and across the board, Great job on all four of those schools, and we're just really excited to partner with these Jackson in that
0: regard. Steve, are you concentrating on um, specific grade levels for this program?
4: Um, seven through nine right now. You know, we'd like to also, um, above and beyond that, to expand a credit recovery. We haven't been able to get that in the mix of this as well, to offer another alternative for high schoolers that have fallen behind. Um, we are doing comprehensive credit recovery during the summer months, but I think we want to embed that into the school year somehow. Um, one of the hard parts and challenges of doing this during the school day is it makes the day a lot longer. For that, mm-hmm. uh, some kids have some obstacles, transportation being one. Uh, so we provide transportation home uh, so the parents don't have that concern. We drop them off right at their house. Um, and this is four days a week um, and it's two hours a day. So it's time to have an impact on all. Goals that we're talking about, and we also want to engage with service. They mm-hmm. get a snack and a meal um, nice. beyond the school day. And uh, there really is it, the more we can take away obstacles to participation, the more likely we're going to have students and families engage and have a positive impact.
1: How are um, kids identified and placed? Are they uh, spoken to individually? Reach out to their parents? How does that work?
4: Um, so our procedures there kind of set up with Brenda and our staff. Do you want to talk more about that? Yeah,
3: so the beauty of once a school is chosen, any student in that district is eligible to participate. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, there are uh, you know, no, no exclusions. Any kid that wants to participate, regardless of, of their academic status, regardless of socioeconomic background, mm-hmm. any kid that wants to participate is eligible to participate. And so there's, there's a, a referral form. A lot of times teachers will advertise it in their classes and send flyers home with parents. And then uh, you know, we go to whatever activities set up booths and so family members can learn more about the program. Mm-hmm.
1: Steve, what happens when uh, you know kids have a rough year, things like that, and don't don't get on the right track? I mean, you, you're seeing you see kids K through 12. What 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 happens to those students if they loo- uh, kind of fall back a few years mm-hmm. and, and don't do anything to try and improve their um, well their grades or things like that?
4: Um, well, I think there's a number of supports that we have in place. Um, we looked it heavily in uh, social emotional. Uh, learning efforts, trying to get those across every single grade level in every uh, That's been a big push um, collectively and has a lot of buy-in. In, um, you know, the administrators do regular check-ins on how many students are falling behind and in what areas do we need to put extra resources. But we also have a lot of um, mental health supports in the background, which is hard to recognize at first. So you have to have social workers and counselors that are leaning in uh, during the heaviest COVID times, we did regular quick screeners for um, for social supports. We have three social workers and a guidance counselor throughout our whole district, so we're we're about two hundred and fifty to one, wow. which is about ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we leaned in heavily to make sure that we were very aware of what was going on on the behavioral um, mental health. Um, so those are some things that we have in place to kind feel for what's going on in the background and sometimes in the shadows when people were disengaging. So, I mean, we have a lot of layers of supports on that end. Steve
0: Dorr, Superintendent of East Jackson Schools mm-hmm. and Olson CEO of Highfields with us. More of Steve and Brian after this.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, Please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to the morning show. We're with Brian Filson, CEO at Highfields, and Steve Doerr, superintendent at East Jackson Schools. And talk about a great partnership that you guys have going on. ask what leaders at East Jackson are taking on some of the uh, some of the role here with this program um,
4: well as far as the leadership we've got um, <clears throat> mr. Jordan as uh, stepped up as the program director awesome. We have mrs. Schramm as one of the teachers there's a couple other people kind of on the fence once we get to expanding to another classroom We're trying to put extra resources in place so we can get uh, some availability to expand we want I think we have budgeted up to three classrooms 45 kids that's great
0: Something you'd love to have in every school district. It would be,
3: you know, and uh, as it's always hard as we're writing for our new grant, we had to really kind of narrow it down to five schools. And you have to be strategic because you want to win the grant. And so you need schools that would score points in the rubric of the grant, but you also want to be able to serve everybody. So, uh, but we are excited. East Jackson's at that in a week and a
0: half and we'll, we'll know. I'm going to take a quick minute to uh, talk about uh, some of the successes at uh, EJ this past winter with uh, your students and student-athletes, wrestlers, uh, oh, yeah. basketball teams. Uh, you had really some, pretty good year. Yeah,
4: yeah. our, our girls' varsity team uh, really had uh, wonderful chemistry, strong work ethic, and good things happened from those two things, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, we had some wrestlers, uh, Our uh, girls' wrestling meet. We had some runner-up, uh, edged in a tiebreaker in overtime. Point. Mm. So it was a state champion. Uh, that's Isabel Worthing. Um, you know, we've had, we've had a few other things going on throughout, throughout the entire year, but I think, I think what everyone has really loved is now that things are returning to a back to normal, uh, and I use my finger with that. What, what students are really excited about is getting back to a pep assembly that mm-hmm. we have, and we haven't had right. one of those in oh, two years, right? Yeah. And, you know, we actually got to do that, and they, they just loved it, got fired up. Um, had so much fun during the winter homecoming. It was a little bit subdued, but it feels like we're in a different space now.
1: There's a new uh, podcast available, Talking with Trojans, <clears throat> and I know that. What is the content behind the uh, Talking with Trojans podcast?
4: Well, this is, this is students uh, that lead this in grades three through six. Oh, wow. The students are leading it, uh, overseen by Mrs. Rebant, um, our esteemed teacher, and they're having a lot of fun just interviewing their teachers about simple things about you know, which teacher had a big impact on them, mm. you know, what, what are some memorable things from elementary school that you still carry with you as an adult, and it's so fun to listen to um, folks in our school just having conversations led by students, and it's a lot of fun. Especially
1: but at that age, that sounds fun.
4: It is, uh, it's Talking with Trojans, it's available on Spotify and uh, Apple. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: I know that we're just two months into this uh, program, barely. So is uh, is there any way that you're able to gauge the success uh, of how it's working?
4: Well, I, I think you're already we're doing measures as we go. Right. So
3: we're I think we're coming up on our first evaluation. And uh, mm-hmm. so we'll know more once those numbers are in. We'll do that towards the end of the year. But uh, but yeah, I mean, just by the level of engagement, how the program is growing by word of mouth. I think, yeah, it's it's been a success already.
1: And manufacturing has been uh, really a key uh, for school districts, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's not something that uh, schools really can ignore. You have to really push this. There's a lot of opportunities for kids after school into uh, the local trades and manufacturing. You guys uh, recently received a grant.
4: Yeah, the state put together a grant um, uh, with the coordination of the Society of Manufacturing Engineers. And East Jackson was one of 16 schools in the state um, mm-hmm. that was awarded this starting how we implement this. Our implementation will be very different than, say, Troy Public Schools, um, something that is 10 times our size. Um, and, and sometimes tech centers apply for this grant and we awarded it. Um, our, ours locally, we want to uh, not duplicate effort with the Career Center, we wanna channel kids in. Uh, to the programs that are there. What I think a lot of schools see locally is students will fall behind early on. This is before COVID, and then if they fail a math class or an English class, they're doubling, they're doubling down in order to get on track to graduate. Suddenly they can't do career center because that puts them more behind. Um, so what we're trying to do is catch kids and get them interested in science and math with these um, micro-credentials, engaged in the real work that people the manufacturers in our area um Jackson Area Manufacturers Association, when I asked Bill Rail who's looking for workers and would wanna engage as a partnership, his answer was all of them. Mm-hmm. All of them are, really want people with some level of skill, just a basic level of skill and a good work ethic and soft skills and train them as they go. Um, but they could, they could make a reasonable living being Track. Yeah. So a lot of students that are disconnected with math just don't see that. Um, they uh, dug into the, um, dug into their position of I don't like math. Math is not valuable for me, mm. and then they lose more ground as time goes on, as they get frustrated mm. and things, doors close to them. So we're trying to catch them early. Uh, structure it so that kids get on track to this and have a partner yet. It's very early. In this grant process, but we're getting those discussions going now for launching a very exciting program in the fall. That's awesome.
1: Uh, before we get out of here, the uh, golf mm-hmm. outing, which uh, is one of the best events of the year, Highfields Golf Outing. What is It's
3: uh, Monday, June 6th, Forest Acres West, and uh, very excited. I already got our tile sponsor lined up,
0: and uh, yeah, love to have you guys out. See how fast Andy wanted to switch away from talking about math? Yes. I, I see, I saw it, that. you know, yeah. That's, hey. <laughs> I, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> we'll uh, look forward to the golf outing. I know it's always uh, popular and fills up fast, so if you want to get in it, uh, well, get in it. Thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Good to see Thank you. It. Guys. It's good, to see good to be you. here. Thanks, Andy. Steve Dorr, superintendent at EJ, and Highfield CEO Brian Felson. We'll uh, continue talking about education. Stay tuned.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by Jackson's Playhouse. If you're staying in town for spring break, make sure you plan to visit Jackson's Playhouse for fun while your littles are home from school at Jackson's. The fun, imaginative imaginative play stops. Visit Jackson's Playhouse near the Ferguson Mall in the Ferguson Mall near Night's Steakhouse.
0: We have two principals from Jackson Public Schools from the brand new John R. Lewis School, Jill Weatherwax, and from Sharp Park Academy, Jess Bolesby. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks so for having us. What's life like at the brand new school?
5: It's, it's great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's great being uh, newly uh, formed staff and students together, and we're loving the building. It's gorgeous, and um, we get lots of compliments when guests. So it's been a great year so far. we joined enjoying
1: it. Have the kids that uh, were at a different school and then now at your school, they really enjoyed the the brand new aspect of it?
5: Yes, yes. And it's, it's been fun um, for them to kind of form their new relationships and their new friendships within their classrooms and within the school. So, yeah, it's a, it's been a great year.
0: It's a bright, colorful, exciting uh, furniture, neat... Uh, uh, play spaces. Uh, students, I think, were attracted to a new school. Who doesn't want to go to a new school? Are you drawing from a, far, a further geography because of that?
5: Yeah, we have kids that were in um, other districts last year and other, other schools, so we have a, a good mix of students um, from various places,
6: so that's been fun, too.
0: And poor Jasper, her school's old and run down. Yeah. <laughs>
6: But good things come to those who wait. We were the last ones on the bond renovations, and we're actually, um, our, uh, the bid package went out. It was approved by the board this last week. We're super excited to be getting ready to start with construction and um, renovation of the interior spaces, plus an addition for us. And then one of the best things is we're getting um, an upgrade to our parking.
1: Yes, I know that. <laughs> I know. We were just talking about that yeah. before the break. I've seen yeah. some.
6: Yeah, so we're excited about that. We're looking forward to seeing those, those changes take place in the building.
1: Um, Our our floor director and production manager, his son, uh, attends school at Sharp Park, and he just raves about it. what do you love about uh, about the school?
6: So it's a great little school. We have a lot of diversity in the building and especially this year. Um, new to the building we have a, a full-time TOSAL teacher, which is a teacher of students of other languages. So we have um, Japanese-speaking families, Chinese-speaking families, Spanish-speaking families, Urdu-speaking families. We have a full-time um, Spanish speaker in the building to help facilitate um, English language acquisition for those students. In addition, we have um, paraprofessionals that are speaking uh, Japanese to, to facilitate those students that we, that's not our, our primary language. So um, as part of that, we've really infused a lot of culture into the building. So kids are learning Spanish as part of their specials. And then the language, we've just been plastering all of the languages all over. So all of our signage appears in three languages that's right awesome. now. Yeah.
0: Uh, is John R. Lewis known for something? Or is there a distinction that your school has like uh, Jasper's?
5: We're a STEAM school, so science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Um, so that's one of our special PE. And we have STEAM, and we have a gorgeous STEAM room. And we have the teacher for our STEAM teacher, Alita Dom, um, veteran. She's the next lady. So um, <laughs> yeah.
1: science, technology,
5: engineering, arts, and math is our focus. It's
1: awesome. So it's kindergarten and young five uh, roundups. And uh, what, what are the dates?
6: we are i think we're the 22nd we're 18th cool
2: oh no we're the
6: 20th pardon me yeah uh kindergarten roundup is a great time of year for us you know it's um being an established school we're getting to see all of the younger siblings of our older students so you know there's it's you see these babies being born when these like my fifth graders were kindergartners and they they've matriculated up and now their their younger siblings are all coming to school so that's always just really fun and then plus meeting new families and um, exciting time because kindergarten and young fives is the foundation of learning, and there's so much. happening. It's such a great time of learning. our first school experience stays with us. Kind of how we perceive that kindergarten experience kind of carries us through through our senior year, and um, you know the, the GPS the hype starts. But what we say in the elementaries is the hype starts with us.
1: We have a uh, a little video, a day in the life of a kindergartner. I stop my day on the bus. Morning. Then I eat tasty breakfast. I make sure all
2: my stuff fits in my cubby. Then we get to have carpet time with Mrs. Totes. I even learn colors in Spanish. Mi camisa es gris. We have work centers so I can learn to read, write, and spell. After
0: work centers, we get to play at recess, so I swing or play has a seek. I always make sure to have a healthy lunch. Then we get to listen to our teacher read us a story. Uh, best, you best. Sometimes I just need a rest, so we take a brain break. After all that, day is over. It's time to go home.
1: What a good day it was. I can't wait to do it all over again tomorrow. Kindergarten is uh, a scary time sometimes for parents. Um, what should <laughs> <laughs> parents know about going to the kindergarten roundup? You guys really, there's opportunities to meet with some of your partners. It's, it's really uh, look at the classroom.
6: Right. We, it's, you know, community comes together and we want to make it kind of a one stop shopping for parents and for families to be able to get all the things that they need checked off their kindergarten preparation list, you know, the hearing and the vision screening. We have people there to check mickers for them, so immunization records can be, you know, looked at. Appointments can be made to get immunizations, you know, done. Um, JCISD is there, so if parents have concerns about, like, speech or, you know, PT, OT, exceptional student services, those people are there to kind of help help them navigate that process. And then, you know, it's the idea of that familiarity. Our staff is there, principals are there. We're greeting families, getting to know kids, putting names to faces. But I think one of the other things that JPS does a really really nice job of is um, the week before kindergarten the week before school starts we do kindergarten camp, and we open up the school for half a day for the kids to come in it's just the kindergartners in the building it's just our kindergarten staff they kind of get the opportunity to get the willies out um, come in kind of get used to some of those routines coming into the building hanging up coats Breakfast, lunch. We do some learning activities, maybe a little bit of pre-assessment for getting ready for the year. But that really eases the nerves for the kids. But it also gives parents a peace of mind about knowing that their kids are in good hands and that their kids feel secure and happy about their experience. Yeah,
1: that's great. What, um, did you both know that you wanted to be in education when you were growing up in school, or when did you guys decide?
5: I did. I, in elementary school, I thought teachers were amazing and magical and so cool. <laughs> Come to find. Every one kid every kid thinks that but all the time, <laughs> but I did and um, so yeah I wanted to be an educator for a long time
6: Public education saved me yeah you know I grew up in um, a very um, interesting set of circumstances my parents were hippies and I was you know I lived in a Volkswagen van at, for periods of time you know we, we traveled a lot and I have a lot of great experiences but you know we were poor mm-hmm. and you know if it wasn't for a good quality public education and you know teachers who cared about and made sure that they, I knew that they were happy to see me every day. I missed a lot of school growing up, mm-hmm. and it could have been the total opposite, but public educators really made the difference in my life, and so for me, it's the opportunity to give back. That's
1: awesome.
0: It's um, amazing how much the, the principle of a building um, influences the, oh, yeah. the, the educational experience. Oh, yeah. I've, especially in your schools, I, I've been to t- t- yeah. Uh, Sharp Park Academy a few times, and um, and I've been to your school mm-hmm. a couple times. And every every school, obviously they're different, you know, physically, but the personality is really different mm-hmm. at the school. Yeah. Parents, they can pop in to mm-hmm. more than one of yep. the schools. Oh, of course,
5: yes. And so a couple of the other events at the um, Kindergarten Roundup he's his parents is that transportation is there, mm-hmm. so they can make sure they know mm-hmm. exactly where and how and when their child is getting on and off the bus, and they can even get onto mm-hmm. a bus and check it out. Food service is there. They put together a little packet where you can practice opening all the packages and putting the straw in. And I learned something from kindergartners today about how to properly open a banana. Do you guys know? No. I, I, or this year I learned this. <laughs> I did not know this. You open it from the bottom. <laughs>
1: Really? Huh. Try it out. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so
5: I learned. I learned from the kindergartners this year.
1: And this is oh. class of 2036. <laughs> <my
6: goodness>. That's. <laughs> <laughs> so J provides all the kindergartners' t-shirts with the class of, That's and cool. so I have. Yeah. I have a whole little collection of them in my back office, and I just blow mind. 2036 mm. graduates. Mm.
1: It's stunning. When, yeah. Amazing to think about. You don't think it's it's going to be here, but it'll be here
5: before you know it.
0: You know, I have trouble getting the straw in the drink boxes.
5: Right? We're gonna, we'll bring you a little kid <laughs> next time you can practice. And add a banana with it so
6: you can practice. Do
1: kids still bring the Capri Suns where yeah. they squeeze it and it goes <laughs> everywhere?
6: That's part, of the, that's part of the idea behind this is we want to make sure that, you know. Kindergarten is a fun time in the cafeteria that first yeah. week, and so that really does kind of help yeah. ease that's that. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And then by this time of year, they
2: They're don't pros, need any help. Right, yet. old pros.
5: They're exactly, yeah. All
0: right, round them up and bring them in for uh, Young Fives and K Roundup at Jackson Public Schools coming up uh, all throughout JPS after spring break. Have a much-deserved spring break.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Jasper Lesby, Sharp Park Academy principal and principal at John R. Lewis Elementary, Joe Weatherwax. Uh, More of the morning show in a moment.
2: Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV news that brings Jackson together.
1: Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Former uh, Michigan Center and Alma College standout Dylan Zaborowski has been announced as the Hanover Horton football coach. So oh, wow. Remember Dylan helped uh, quarterback the cards to the playoffs a few years and then had a, a nice career at Alma, so he's back head coaching at Hanover, so that should be great.
0: That's awesome. We'll yeah. have a few new um, football head coaches this coming fall. it be interesting to... Uh, See how that changes uh, the fortunes of the, the football teams. Yeah, for sure. You notice the uh, bags are getting smaller? What kind of bags? Um, we have a new thing, not inflation, shrink hmm. Uh Products are getting smaller uh, so that um, companies can make more money and give you less. Get less, pay more. Oh. So uh, fewer chips and Fritos, uh, less toothpaste in the tube, 70 fewer raisins in the uh, sun-made raisins. There's hardly any raisins in raisins anyways. Yeah, and uh, the Charmin Uh, You'll go through that a lot faster Brandon, you know what some my grandmother told me when I was little? That That you should only
1: use three sheets of toilet (laughs) paper, (laughs) and I remember thinking That's not gonna work out. Well What was she thinking telling me that I must have
0: used a lot?
6: <laughs>
0: Anyways, I think uh, Sebastian Maniscalco uh, look up one of his skits uh, about um, toilet paper. I will. Yeah. I will. Um, he uses like half a roll. Yeah. <laughs> and he does the thing where he you know wraps it up and you know it's like we it's go hilarious. through an awful lot of toilet paper here uh, at JTV. Hey, uh, if your kids are
1: staying home or you're not going anywhere for spring break, there's plenty of things to do. Jackson's Playhouse out there. Good idea. Get room at the holiday in Jackson Northwest. Swim. Have your kids stay the night. Do a little, uh, little
0: overnight. It'd be fun. And then the Jackson YMCA has some great camps as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of uh, organizations, uh, the museum, the library, uh, the Y will be uh, gearing up to make sure spring break. And uh, this is sticking around town. Tomorrow, show. Tomorrow we have Dana
1: Brown from Jackson Area Association of Realtors, Wendy Clough from Habitat Humanity, and Phil Fishmeister, Director of Golf from Cascades.
0: Later today, Martha Furstenow from American One, Christy Myers from Lean Rocket Lab, Michigan Works Southeast... Head, Shamar Aaron, Aaron Dimmick, Angie Scudder, and Sherry Lynn. That's this afternoon, we'll see you then.